Good evening, beautiful people. I would like to welcome y'all back to the Bearded Throne Podcast. I am your host, Nayar Rashad. Thank you for joining me again. Tonight, I have a special guest with me. He's a fellow poet, photographer, and artist. The Lock Messiah himself. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I appreciate you for having me. Uh, shout out to everybody listening. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so today, our our topic is you know, for the ladies. So this is, this is an episode that's going to be, you know, mainly for the ladies, uh, you know, tips and everything like that to, you know, bring back to you, to you guys, or, you know, something to use for yourself. Um, so grab your wine or a strong, stiff drink and let's do this. So the first thing, man, now I've been having a lot of women ask me about this and it was like something I, I wanted to get another guy's opinion on. Um, and it was, why is it that male, female, female threesomes are easy or for men to accept than a male, male threesome? Ooh, you coming out swinging, ain't it? Yes, sir. Uh, so, let me, I guess I gotta. By saying, I, I can't speak for all, and so I'm gonna only do my best to speak for me. Yes, sir. Um, and I think, like, the reality, I mean, I think it's simple for me, or as simple for me as. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, man. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's as simple for me as I'm attracted to women and I'm, and I'm not attracted to men. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, in my in my experience as it relates specifically to like um, being involved with women who are okay with threesome specifically as it relates to like woman, woman, man, uh-huh. um, they have an attraction to, to women. So uh, being engaged sexually with them isn't necessarily like a stretch to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are, you know, I think there are probably other things um, just as far as like starting norms as it relates to sex. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't think it's it's definitely like it's definitely not the norm, right? Um, for for threesomes to be presented that way, um, I think, and that goes from everything, like entertainment, like everywhere, all some stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so I, th- I think it's, it's, it's mainly that uh, either you know just personal preference as it relates to like what you're attracted to, and then kind of like just idle society society uh creating boundaries that men are unwilling to like kind of stay beyond gotcha gotcha i mean uh like i was i was i've always thought about it in a way where i don't know if i think a male male threesome would work more well a male male female threesome would work more outside of a relationship versus in a relationship mm-hmm. um but I also feel the same can be said for a male, female, female threesome, because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a threesome is cool, but somebody at the end of the day is not getting pleased. So, in a, you know, in a in a in a male, male, female threesome, like, you know, the guy could be hitting in front of back or, you know, whatever. And the other guy could be getting head, but something going to slack off at, at, a, at a certain time. So it's like, you know, either she's not going to throw it back. Or she gonna stop sucking. So you know, and I mean, it's kind of it's kind of one of those things where I think it's all about 
the comfortability of a person, which I always try to try to move to because, you know, whatever you're comfortable with, you're going to be okay with. So if you're not, you know, I guess comfortable with having somebody else in the bedroom with your partner, then a threesome ain't gonna work for you either way. It don't matter which way you which way you slice it. But but I definitely think it's interesting, man. It's it's something that I know has been like a real like a real big thing for a while. It's like why would I give you something that you're not gonna give me? Which is which is why I I don't think I would ever ask for it. Because I mean, in all honesty, like I mean, I wouldn't want to share my woman. And I know she wouldn't want to share me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, I don't know that, but I'm hoping. <laughs> but, but, um, but but yeah, like. I also think, mm-hmm. I, if I if I can uh, say, I also think it's important to kind of not maybe not important, but I, I feel like um, people some people have created distinctions between a threesome and something like running a train, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I think. When I think threesome, I think everybody's involved in pleasuring each other. Right. Um, so, like, generally, when you think of, like, uh, one man and two women, you don't think, like, okay, uh, the man is, like, hitting one woman and, you know, eating another woman out, whatever the case may be. Like, generally, right. when you picture it, you picture it, you picture three people, like, interacting with each other and right. moving with each other. You see the, the woman giving the woman head and you see the man, you know, doing whatever he does. Uh-huh. Um, but, when again like when we start to we start to like flip it right and, and have like two men and, and one woman or whatever like that as it relates to like what a threesome is just in general they, i would expect for that same thing to happen right as far as like everybody being like uh involved in like pleasing one another so mm-hmm. that that what you spoke of doesn't happen right so that there isn't one person that isn't um being pleased or whatever i think when it goes to the aspect of like one person not being pleased or um, how people generally view the men. I, I think I like consider it like a train and I think the women can run trains as well to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And I think it's really that like in those instances or in some of those instances um, with, that, with that third person who comes from, from my perception at least is mm-hmm. like a tool to kind of like get the other people's pleasure. You feel me? Like, while also, of course, like, getting their own, but I think the focus is uh, the other two just based on them being kind of uh, more dominant. Gotcha. Because um, I know, like, um, I've spoken to some women about it, and, like, they're, they're with, you know, the male-male threesome because they they want to be pleased in that in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? So... I get I get it where they're coming from with that because it's not about it's not about the other two men it's about them in that aspect where you know like yeah in a in a male female female threesome it could be about the guy but it could also be about you know the woman as well um, so in in the hetero sense um, but um, but yeah I think I think like I think it's something that. I think it's something that you have to be comfortable with your partner with or do it before you actually get into a relationship. Because, I mean, I feel like once you get into that relationship, things get sticky. You know, somebody might like a person more than the other. And, you know, that's something that people never yeah. want to really think about. I, I, I've had that happen. I, I've started relationships with, like, women. And, like, in the beginning, you know, like, they thought it, like, yeah, I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool with it. But then, like, it's putting and so on and so forth. Like, nah, I ain't with that. I ain't sharing. I, right. I, I can't be number respected, man. I don't right. I get it. I get it. 
Um, so in that aspect, do you feel like men opening up more about their sexual likes and desires will in turn make women more comfortable and able to express their wants? I think I think that's a fairly good question, and, and it and it may depend on what the desires are, mm -hmm. right? On like a, on an individual basis, and how open minded um, the the woman is, um, in like any, any individual on an individual basis. Because right. uh, I mean, if if the dude go out there and start saying like, "Hey, I like all this like crazy stuff," right? Like uh -huh. maybe that might have the woman like shut off. I can't I can't say. Uh, recently talked about uh like men liking their nipple sucked as well you know what i'm saying and it's like i saw a post about it and which made me like think like yeah you know what i'm saying like it, it it's something that you know is a natural thing i mean you suck you suck women's nipples and nipples are you know they have the same function on both it's a pleasurable thing but it's like the comments man like i was just like the comments were crazy because it was just like how how they i think the question was men what did you get out of this and it had the picture of the woman sucking the man's nipple and i was just like the same shit you get you know what i'm saying so, <laughs> so like it was just like it, it's it's crazy man because I, I feel like a lot of times everything everybody feels judged for liking things that they want to like and they can't express that and i think a lot of times it it falls heavier on the women because if 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 we were able to be more open and less judgmental, I feel like they would be open. But it's also that that set of women that do the same thing to them. So it's like, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Like we're getting we're getting to a more progressive uh, progressive society where we're able to speak our wants and desires. We're able to go to sex stores. We're able to go to poetry and talk about, you know, erotic things. We're able to go to erotic readings, uh, strip clubs, things like things of that nature and not feel judged about it. But I still feel like it's so it's so much more we can do and to make each other more comfortable. Like it, it's so it's so much more we can do. And I think it just all it all boils down to communication. I feel like once the communication gets better and once we're able to communicate those thoughts, man, it. Sex is gonna take off for everybody. 
and and I, and I in some ways feel like what may be more important to what may be more important than um, men specifically stating like all these different things that uh, they find pleasurable. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were to maybe make it known that they're open, right, to doing whatever it takes to please their women uh-huh. or their woman in right. whatever way, um, then I think that would also lead to, like, women be more vocal. Because in my experience, right, like, when I go into a situation with an open mind and I let women know that, like, yes, I'm, I'm here to do whatever I can to, like, please you or whatever the case may be, right. a woman don't have, in my experience, at least women don't have, don't have a problem, like, telling you, like, what it takes to, like, please them. If they know, right, right. Then, of course, women have to do their own, uh, like, set of, like, exploration as it relates to, like, figuring out what they like. Right. But in, in my experience, when you kind of, like, give them the space to tell you, like, okay, this is what I want, um, without them treating like, like you're going to judge them on some stuff, you feel me? Like, I think they do take that space and they do use it. It's just on you to listen. And I think, honestly, in being, in being open to them, maybe before you kind of like open to yourself just because of all the taboos and so on and so forth that exist. I think in being more open to finding different ways to please a woman, you end up um, kind of like inadvertently finding or, or becoming more open to like different ways to like please you. And I think that's, I think that's kind of been my experience. Um, just like as I've like learned different women and like grown with them in whatever way, mm-hmm. like I've also like grown and come to and I was like, oh, okay, I do like this, I don't like this, and, and been more vocal gotcha. with it, uh, in situations that, you know, it presents itself. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree, man. I, I think, I think just even saying that word that, or saying those words that I'm open, I'm open to learning how to please you, or I'm open to growing sexually with you and finding out your wants and your desires. I think even just that small part, like not even having to tell like what you like, you know what I'm saying? Like even that little step just makes it even more better. Right. Right. So, uh, so, um, I had an interesting topic with, um, on an episode with, with, uh, with, with my home girl. And, uh, we were talking about massages, right? So, um, I guess she begged the question, why can't we as men give longer massages before we ready to go? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, why can't we give longer massages before we're ready to go? I think because as soon as we start the massage, we're ready to go. You feel me? Uh, uh, and, I, and I mean that uh, mainly in like uh, a physical sense. You feel me? Like once we start like touching our woman's body and so on and so forth, we rise or have however, you know, you want to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think oftentimes, maybe because we aren't taught like the value like to value patience as it relates to ourselves or okay. um or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I think like we rush into it, it's like, okay, we're hard because I'm hard, like this this hard thing has to like go somewhere. You feel me? Like yeah. um and I I think because of that, right, we don't we don't even take the time to like value the the act of like massaging and what that does right. to kind of like prepare our women and, and right, whatever right, right. right I think sometimes we assume that because we're ready you feel me like she's ready or maybe because mm-hmm. we're ready and like we reach down and we feel like some moisture or whatever we right. feel like it's go time or not right. really like 
taking the time to understand it. Like, okay, if you feel some moisture now, like imagine, imagine how moist you would be like if you massage just for a little bit longer, right. or if you find different ways to massage that like uh, increase like the the anticipation, right, in a way that like makes a makes a crazy. I think, right? Like, I I, I don't know if I don't know if men desire to be crazy. Right, like I don't, I don't know if that's really a thing, and maybe that's, that's, that's partially another reason why we don't engage in right. like foreplay a lot, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't, we don't know what it's like, or we don't, we don't see the value in having someone like really desire to like mm-hmm. be to us what we are to them. You feel me? Like we're always in that, in that, in this kind of state where like we want it, we want it, we want it, and we are at times like fierce in our pursuit of of that, right? Or like aggressive, not, I don't mean that like a, in a disrespectful manner, but just like showing like you really, you really, you really want that. Um, and I, I don't know, men, feel me, like have either been taught or through, through, in whatever ways, um, have been, have learned to like value that, right? Have, have learned to like cultivate like desire um, or, the, or the want to be desired right. in whatever ways. Right. So I, I just, I guess I'm going to just take that as like the next time I'm giving a massage, I need to, I need to practice a little patience, man. It's, it's, it's tough though, man. Like, um, Breathing. <laughs> breathing. Yeah, like, man. Like, like, I, don't, I don't know if people understand, breathing is so important to sex, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, both as it relates to like maintaining composure, right? Especially uh-huh. for men so we don't like release too soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but also as it relates to like just like reminding yourself to like take your time like women are pressured the woman body is like pressured dog like mm-hmm. you just remind yourself to like breathe take some time like right. be, be completely right. mindful bro like feel you put your put your focus into your hands on mm-hmm. some stuff you feel me like and, and really like go deep into the sensation of like dang this is what my woman's skin feels like hey. feel me? like this is what this is the difference between her thigh and her butt or her, her stomach <laughs> and her breast or whatever right. right. like, really taking the time to like go because that time is, is gonna pay off it's it, 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 it gonna pay off because it's yes, sir. once you once you once you get in there in, in whatever way she already like close to the point where she's ready to like release or whatever oh, yeah. she may be and now it's smooth yeah, 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 definitely, definitely got to, definitely got to get better at that. Um, so, so as I, as I said before to the audience, you know, I know you're a, you're a fellow photographer and a poet. So, so have you ever tried bringing photography and poetry into the bedroom? Have I tried bringing photography and poetry into the bedroom? Um, de- definitely poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I mean, at different points, right? Like sometimes it's uh, beforehand, or some I, I'll say in the in the time that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe like um, sometimes it's been like beforehand, right? Where I'm, I just happen to be asked. I, I can't even. I won't even say it. Like uh, I'm just this like smooth brother who like randomly says poetry to like set the mood <laughs> on some stuff. Right. Uh, uh, generally specifically as it relates to it happening beforehand, like a person is like asked me to like uh to like say a poem or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be and, and maybe we like talk about like what the poems mean to, or or what have you. Um then there are other times where like especially with now this I think it's it's about me being with like a woman I trust on some stuff you mm-hmm. mean, like um but I would like to say poetry like during but I, I I'm I'm a person who believes in and affirmations during sex in general, right? Like right. Uh, uh, the need to like 
praise your partner and, and, and let them know that like yes you are you are it in this in this right. moment and I, outside this moment as well but specifically in this moment you are God and you are everything that I need like um it's important to me right when the when the situation fits right and when you're with a partner when you're with someone who, who's who's on that um to be able to have like those those affirmative moments on some stuff bro, because I, I I think it it heightens what sex is supposed to be sex is or should be right in some instances or can it has the potential to be like this spiritual thing that kind of like um, um, takes you to a higher place whether that be like in practical terms right like chemically it takes you to a higher place but like mm-hmm. uh, I think in, in real like ethical terms it takes you to another place uh, right. so definitely poetry um photography uh is it's uh I think photography is generally one of those like lead up things, right? So right. like I've like had a few drinks or I've had like drinks with my girl or did like photo shoots or whatever the case may be that like made into um us being like involved in that way. Uh mm-hmm. I think to be honest, what's easier as it relates to the camera is just like recording. Uh, yeah. And I think I, I've done that a time or two with that. <laughs> Specifically with the camera, man. It's, right. it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool thing to see, right. I think. Um, right. Uh, in, a, in, a, in a real, I think a, a, a real thing, right? Like, uh, I think it's easy. It's easy to like say you're like good at sex and, and it's easy to say like everything just like looks beautiful and da 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 um but when you when you watch yourself on camera it's a whole it's a whole different thing right it's like, i play sports so it's like it's one thing to be on the field and feeling like you're running fast and so on and so forth but when you turn that camera you really see like oh shoot i either was running fast and i thought oh, i was not running fast the camera is not gonna lie yeah, at all at all man which is, which drunk sex because boy you be thinking you be killing it with drunk sex but you be looking like a whole damn fool the shit feel good though but, but you be looking like a whole fool but no i was just thinking like right but i was just thinking like with 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 photography man like it's it's different from recording because it's like it's still so it's like like and the reason why i asked about those two um and pertains to my whole thing is i want to get back to foreplay and i want to increase mm-hmm. foreplay because I feel like increasing foreplay makes her experience better and your experience better. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Agreed. you know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of times, you know, women get stimulated more from foreplay than actual, you know, sex. So it's like, mm-hmm. so it's like if you're already able to get her to her peak, then you don't have to do a lot much more work. It's, it's already been done for you. So I just feel like, you know, like making your lady feel sexy and taking pictures or you know what i'm saying like sitting her in a chair and reading her some poetry something you know what i'm saying like something something yeah. different like something different man and and plus it's part of your skills it you know it just it heightens everything and it just makes it makes everything better um right right like i have uh i have some polaroid cameras uh so it's like i haven't used them yet but in the future i do Ooh. plan on it because <laughs> no lie because no lie i used to watch uh i used to watch movies and like uh they used to have like polaroid shots of shit that doesn't happen and you know what i'm saying like, i was like yeah that shit don't even happen no more 
But like, I, I just feel like that would be a dope thing to bring back. You know, his memories. Uh, of course, if you have kids, you can't just leave that shit laying around. Or you know, what I'm saying right. if you have like somebody crazy, you can't be leaving that shit laying around. But it's just something dope to try out. You know. You know, you know what it made me think of me about with movies. Mm-hmm. Um, what what is it? In Love Jones. Oh, right? like, mm-hmm. I think that's that's honestly like one of my yes, favorite scenes. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. The camera and starts like taking pictures of her, and they switch. Like that's that's what right. I heard. And I think like in some ways that that's what it has amounted to in the moments that I have taking pictures. Right? Like right. it's it's generally like beforehand. I don't even know if it's always intentional. Or it's like it has been intentional. It's more so, hey, hey, let's go take some pictures. Right. Uh, let's get a few drinks. And then, like, right. once you get a few drinks, you know, like the vibe starts like going wherever it goes, and then, you know, you end up uh, where you needed to be. I, I said like that. Well, I, I legit got my ass beat for watching Love Jones at an early age, man. I ain't even care. I, man, listen, I love me some, <laughs> I love me some Neil Long, and I would take that ass with me any day. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, shoot. But um, so I um, I did have like uh, like some random questions um, uh, before we move on to the other topics. Um, like one of my uh, one of my friends, she asked me, she was like, um. Uh, you know, talking about phone sex. So, and my idea, it was, you know, can phone sex be used as a way of introducing fantasies and is phone sex still a thing? So, I do feel like phone sex can be and is a way to introduce, like, fantasies. Uh, I think it is still a thing, but I think it's, it's, you know, it's, changed like everything else right like mm-hmm. how many of our conversations are held on the phone as opposed to text right yeah. so I, I think right a voice my like sex thing more right mm-hmm. um and, I, and I, I feel like you see it right people are talking about like sending videos man i get on goddamn uh twitter every other day and see women <laughs> talk about like sending for, uh, waterfall net videos right oh uh, yeah you can't you can't do the regular uh regular little you know little good shot now nah, you got to do the slow motion video no, you got, you, man you gotta go ham, right and, right and i think it's i think it's beautiful right to be honest right like i think it, it is from my perspective at least um the, the like evolution of like phone sex and i think it it allows you to get over some barriers right because mm-hmm. there are people who on the phone wouldn't be able to say nothing Long distance. So uh-huh. to be in a place where like I'm 
Which which would you say that you are? So I'm just uh, so just, yeah just for, just for just for test purposes which which one would you say that you are? Basically, my entire life, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, further into my adult life, I found out about breasts. Now, not that I didn't know about them, <laughs> not that I didn't know about them and know they weren't there, but I don't know what came over me with my obsession with breasts now. But I can't mm-hmm. choose between the two anymore. Like I, I kid you not, I I was. I was an ass man to like to the death, man. I, I I kid you not. Into my adult days, when I started like really sucking on on nipples and stuff, like bro, it, it just <laughs> it became it became a, a a different thing. Like, so it's like, yeah, I get you know you can't you can have one without the other. Yeah. Um, I just I can't I can't choose anymore. Like I, I used to, I you know I used to be able to. I can't anymore. So, but you know, I think one. I think one of the things that I've noticed, like um, as I've kind of aged, right, is like my perspective on 
on like what I deem attractive has changed so much, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think maybe maybe Same. because like when I was younger, I'm going main, I'm going based off like what society, entertainment, and so on and so forth says like this is supposed to be attractive or this is what what's attractive. Right. Um, but as I got older and kind of like developed my own mind, bro, like I'm, uh, it's it's hard, right? I don't. I don't want to say it's hard for people to be like unattractive because it, mm-hmm. it, it definitely ain't hard for people to be unattractive. Okay. But um, I think like if you if you look for people to be beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Specifically, like women, and when I and, and more specifically, like black women, right? If you like look to find the beauty in them, bro, it's it's, it's gonna be super hard for you to find something that isn't like attractive or enticing or right. it's like beautiful in some way right. with ashes or whatever. That's what I say when I'm at, at this point man, like I I'm I genuinely uh uh just marvel at like the woman's body both because like the beauty of it, right? Like as it relates to like physical appearance and mm-hmm. then beyond that like what it's able to do, right? Like it's not the day that goes by that like uh, I, I don't see a woman talking my childbirth and I'm just like, oh well as fine as this body is, it can, it can, it can change a whole lot, right? right. And, like bring forth this like new life. Somebody right. can't do that, bro. The most the most I can do is get tired of skinny dogs. Right. Right. Um so um another thing. Um are you into feet? Like do you do you think like like feet is a Because, um, I mean I, I don't really like I don't I don't I'm like feet. Huh? Okay, that, that's that's basically what <laughs> that's basically what one of the listeners wanted to know, man. I was just like, I ain't really the I ain't really the person to ask. It's not my forte. Maybe in the future, but that's right now. I just that's not on that's not on my list. Um, I don't know. I just I've never been never been a feet person, man. But I mean, I, I think I think you know what I'm saying like women have beautiful feet. Like it's some women that have some beautiful feet. I just I, I don't know about you know. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, for me, I wouldn't even again. I wouldn't even label myself like a foot person per se. Like, right. Um, it's it's there. There are many and most times you feel me. Like I'm not thinking about like cheap when I'm like going to engage in sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also got to acknowledge like man, there are like certain moves that that, that I get in, which is like yeah, mm-hmm. every, this this will be at the day. subject if I was ever asked but I I've never been asked so I never I never tested my my boundaries on on that subject so it's like yeah at this moment I'm saying like that's not for me but in the moment of you know I'm saying being with somebody that wants to have that happen I don't know what I would do in that moment because like I said it all depends like um it all depends on on the situation the mood and who you're dealing with yeah, that part. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It just so happens that sometimes the mood, 
I, I think the first time I probably did, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like a lot of a lot of my folks was talking about passing around when I was drunk. You feel me? I just, <laughs> after I did what I was drunk or whatever, it was, I'm like, right? Oh, you already done did, did it. it. I done did it. Yeah. Yeah. But I also told myself because I I I ate butt before I shut toes, right? And uh-huh. like the thing that I told myself is. Once I eat butt, bro, ain't, ain't nothing off limits, dog. Cause I feel like that's crazy. Like I, and I, yeah, I get you. And like we do it again, dog. That's just crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. I get what you uh, said. Uh. So what's up? What's up, past that man? Like, no, I mean, I, I have a vibe on some stuff. Yeah, you, you, you at your, you at your threshold. Ain't no, ain't no, yeah, ain't no going back. You already at your threshold, so you might well just, you know, keep it going. So, um. So I always see this shit and I always like hear about it a lot. But so do you um so like has body counts ever mattered for you? Like do you think like that's like that's like a thing? Like body counts? Body counts have they ever mattered. Um so I I think and I'm gonna speak for like myself. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like some other men or some stuff. I think we have we have a, a weird relationship with body counts. So we we've had a real relationship, a weird relationship with body counts, right? right. Um, so I can say like as an adult, I don't, I don't, I don't care, man. I never, I never, I, I never. That's at least that's never something that I bring up, right? Like right. I don't sit around thinking like I wonder how many, how many, well, I mean, how many <laughs> dudes or women, so right. Better, um, right. This woman has like been with all right. stuff. Right, right, right. And, and 
Yeah, it was never her life. You feel me? Like, she got more than that. You feel me? Like, yes, sir. That, that'd be acceptable. Because I know from 20 to, I don't know how many people out there that touch it from 20 to 30, but I. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I can't judge a woman on some stuff. You feel hey, me? But like, having, having same a high way, body bro. count. Because I know I, I've lived, um, had my own child. Same. And so on and so forth. So it just, it just is what it same is. Same way. Same way. I've grown. Yes, I'm clean. I'm clean. That's, how, that's all that matters, man. Um. So, um, as a person that likes getting head, I'm gonna ask you this question because I don't know. Uh, do you think it's hard for men to come off head? Um, I'm gonna say no, mm. uh, but maybe I, it does depend on who. So that's cheap. Uh, <laughs> so, but I definitely think it's a lot harder. So, so, so you say, so you saying that's cheating when they throw their hands in there? Like, hey, it ain't, it ain't for the, it ain't for the, for the aspect of it. It's just, you know, what I'm saying, like, hey, like you gonna throw them hands in there? It's gonna, it's gonna no, add that little extra. I ain't, I ain't calling it cheating. You feel me? Like, I'm just, I'm just acknowledging the fact that like it's a little different, right? right. In the same way that like. that he doesn't like getting head now i i will say that i've had some bad head experiences uh that i didn't want to get head from that person anymore but i still like getting head so like i don't really know too many dudes that don't like getting head like i feel like everybody likes getting head i've, I've literally never never met one right right never 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 in my life <laughs> I, honestly i'm surprised when i meet women who say like for you bro um are you a are you a toys in the bedroom type of dude right 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 so so what do you think it is man like what do you think this intimidation is for some men and um you know what i'm saying not using toys to extend the game man like you know what i'm saying like you ever you ever uh watch basketball and like you know, like Greg Popovich made it like really popular with the hack a shack thing, man. Just extend the game, man. 
why don't dudes just let you know what I'm saying like let them toys come in like what you think the biggest intimidation is about like toys in the bedroom this new thing man um and i'm gonna call it the toy box basically for right now you know what i'm saying it's just basically me going over some top toys that i you know see every week maybe three of them um one of my biggest things i've 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 used along my sexual journey of cock rings bro um you know men that have like erectile dysfunctions you know what i'm saying like things like that where they're you know premature ejaculators like cock rings will help with that simply because you know they 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 curve that that 
that sensation. So you going you know what I'm saying, the erection going to be be harder, you know what I'm saying? You going to be you going to be a little bigger and you going to last longer. So like that's that's one thing like when it comes to her pleasure, like that's one thing every dude should have. Like and they come in so many varieties, bro. Like so many varieties. I got um I got like one of the vibrators. Yes sir. Yes sir. So yes, like sir. it got it got like a vibrator on like top of it of it on you see me and like one on the bottom too. Yes sir. Yes sir. It's hey man that's, like that's definitely. And you know my first experience dog with that with with that kind of like I call it a mechanism of just like kind of you know, limiting your ability to like that dog when I was when I was younger. I had like on two small cars, dog, right? And it was like basically like cutting out the pathway, bro. <laughs> I'm up for like forever on some stuff, but it's because this shit can't get to where it needs to go, dog. Right, like, oh, right, okay. right, right. Um, now, there is this one thing. So it's not a cock ring, but it's a it's a vibrating penis sleeve kit. So it's, it comes in a kit. So basically, what it is is like uh, I believe it's silicone. Um, mm-hmm. And they come in like you know like different like they look almost like um, like hollowed out uh, dildos. You know what I'm saying? They come in like different you know like different textures and you know things like that. And you basically slip it over, slip it over you, slip it over your dick, and you're good to go. And it comes with like a little vibrate pack, man. So that's yeah. one thing you know what I'm saying. Like it ain't it ain't gonna hurt you to try. It. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't gonna. You know what I'm saying? Like you might not like it, she might not like it, but that's one of those things where it's like it, it, it could be something that you you know what I'm saying, like you can use, you know what I'm saying, to extend yeah. the game or you know what I'm saying, it's all about you know what I'm saying, like the it's legit about her pleasure on this one. Yeah, um, sure. I, I, I think like that's something that's something that I would use. Like when when I'm like designating the night on some stuff, and mm-hmm. like this is this is like shorting night on some stuff. Right. And I'm doing and at this point, I'm saying I'm gonna be everything, man. Like I'm gonna get cameras and all that. Day. Right. Right. I'm like, right. 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 <laughs> but, but like legit it, it's adjustable so you know what i'm saying like if you're you know what i'm saying like if you're into like um like not necessarily bdsm but like if you're trying to get like in the entryway you know just curious about some stuff nipple clamps is like a good intro because it has the adjustable clamp so you know what i'm saying like you can build your tolerance up to like you know what i'm saying like if you know if she wants to like wear them they they have the ones with the chains where you can pull the chain i don't know i saw it on 50 shades of gray i haven't tried it which was a trash ass movie by the way i don't care what nobody said that shit was horrible um <laughs> <laughs> but, but the the premise behind some of the toys that they use are really is really dope and um yeah. it is it is about her pleasure but it's also about you know what I'm saying? Exuding some dominance. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I, I feel like a lot of times, like, men won't take control in the bedroom when a woman wants them to. So it's like, you know, you don't have to be overly aggressive. But I've always, like I said, on my first episode, I've always looked at myself as a bedroom bully. 
And Mm -hmm. the reason why is I try to find out exactly what my woman likes and I just Mm -hmm. amplify that. And I find different ways to actually, you know, enhance all the all the the activities that we do. So, I mean, something like nipple clamps would be like a dead on set toy. You know what I'm saying? It's something different. Something different. You're always looking for something different, man. Some something to help you grow. Right. Right. But it's, it's something different, bro. Something different. I will say that this as it relates to aggression in the bear. Mm-hmm. I think one of the how you say is that like you don't feel like men or there are men who are aggressive or like the right type of aggression in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I also think men there are some men who shun the woman being aggressive in um exerting like doubt. Like I've learned in my experience on some stuff that like both things are like beneficial, right? Like you be surprised when your girl will take you, you feel me? Like when you tell her like, no, you, you be dominant on right, you control right, you. right. You try to like talk me around, you try to choke me, you try to do whatever hey, you feel me. Like, um, it's like, we get something from <laughs> that like dominance, right? Like, right. I feel like as men, we get something from that dominance, they get something from that dominance. Too, right, you feel me? Like, right. Like turn on me. Cause some of them is where, I, I, of course I can't speak for like all of them, but right. um, every, everybody, everybody, well, most people, you feel me, like, look to, to find an arena in which they can be, like, controlled, be in control and exert their influence. And I think that's specifically one of those places where, like, people have their desire to, sometimes maybe they aren't confident in their ability to, or aren't confident that their partner will respond in that way, but we, again, just, like, are open to, like, everybody doing whatever it needs, it needs to do, you feel me, like, the pleasure to be facilitated, you feel right. me, like, oh man listen i love i love it bro hey i'm always i'm always down for i just want it to be you know what i'm saying like i want it to be legit you know like i'm always down for letting the reins go shit choke me back <laughs> shit, yeah. like I, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, like you know, like that shit, like that shit is hell. That shit is like I don't know, like uh, if you like remember on like the first podcast, but um, like the first woman that actually like taught me how to actually please a woman was a woman that was dominant. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like she, she showed me how you know to be dominant in the bedroom. She showed me how to be a bedroom bully. So. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I, I love it, man. I love it. I love it either way. Either way, man. I, I don't. I don't really care. It don't matter to me either. We, you know, I can I do it, or you. Big, well, I think that's an important thing to like speak of too, as far as like having someone who can like teach you, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. sometimes it seems like the assumption is that like men should just be like good at sex, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, you do. You got a thing. Like, you need to know what the hell you're doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. Because, like, that's the perception. People don't, people undervalue the fact that, like, a woman who knows what she wants and will tell you what she wants, bro, is, like, the biggest aid in your progression as it relates to, like, being good at sex. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I didn't start getting, I don't feel any good at sex, bro, until I started, like, meeting women who, like, understood what they wanted and 
give me like right. a little go-to about it. Right. Not even necessarily in an aggressive way, but just like letting me know like, okay, this this is how you treat me, this is how you touch me, this is, right. this is what I like on some stuff. You feel me? Like in this, I don't know, it, it, it was a big thing. You feel me? It, right. it is, it's not anything else. Because uh, I know like all women are different. What it taught me or what she taught me, you feel me? Like what it mean to again, just like listen and be open. Because like, gonna be it for the show man I, I honestly appreciate you you coming on bro um like uh like I said this is something that I enjoy doing I'm enjoying it's 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 fulfilling for me to be able to you know release in this way of having having these talks and sharing these thoughts and getting thoughts from other people man and you know sharing those um one of the biggest things I think I get from this is like people telling me that, you know what I'm saying? Like something that I said or something that I talked about, like help them in a way. Cause it's all about being open, man. It's all about getting back to sex being fun and sex being good. And you know what I'm saying? Talking about sex and being comfortable with who you are and what you like. Cause a lot of times, man, it, it what it is, is we don't really know what we like until we try it and to try it we got to be comfortable enough to get out there and do that and you know what i'm saying like if 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 we're able to teach each other and be open with each other man it'll be a beautiful thing agreed man wholeheartedly yes sir um so i appreciate you having me yes sir uh tell everybody where they can um where they can get you at like what your social media handles, um, you know, where they can support you at. Yeah, man. So, uh, like you said, uh, I'm Lock Messiah, Lock underscore Messiah on Instagram and Twitter. Um, uh, I'm an author. I got two books out, Before Chaos and Later Chaos. You can find those on Amazon. Contact me on, you know, my social media. And I also mm-hmm. do photography, uh, any type of photography. I'm, I'm an amazing photographer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll make sure I'll make sure I'll put those uh I'll make sure I'll put those in the bio just you know what I'm saying, just to make sure uh, you know, that you're you're shouted out and your stuff is shouted out, man. Once again, brother, I appreciate you for coming on. I appreciate you folks for listening. I would not be able to do this without you guys and keep going. Um so so thank y'all for you know the support. Um stay tuned though. Cause I do have another segment after this. Um, I'll be reading a fan letter. Um, they, they got a story, so uh, definitely make sure y'all stay tuned for that, uh, brother. I appreciate you for coming on once again, man. And I will talk to you later. Thanks for like. Yes, sir. So once again, I want to thank my guest, Lock Messiah, for joining the show, and I want to thank y'all for listening. Now, this is a different part that I was telling y'all about. 
um, that I kind of want to make a thing. So, you know, if you want to send in a story or a letter or anything, just um, just hit me up. Um, this one came from one of the listeners. He writes, Dear Rashad, my name is T. I'm a student. I had a previous interaction with one of my professors. It all started when she graded an essay I wrote and wanted to talk to me after class. This was the afternoon after I had just got my lineup so my hair and beard game were on point. I wore my favorite cologne and my polo shirt hugged my fully exposed tattooed brown arms. Miss Diaz, I'll call her, complimented my scent in the middle of her discussion of my paper. She too was smelling good. At HBCUs, the women come left and right, but to tackle a professor, man, my frat bros would have been proud. Her body was banging, and she reminded me of a Lisa Ray, aged like wine. Everything was going fine. She sat at her desk and pulled out her laptop to show me this writer's program I should join. I was ecstatic, to be honest. Nobody had ever taken an interest in my writing the way she did. I gazed at the screen and one of her tabs was a porn tab. The small wording said horny milfs. I didn't act or say anything, but I instantly felt my dick rising. So much, in fact, as I leaned, my print brushed against her arm. I apologized and kind of got worried I'd be in some trouble or some shit. She laughed it off and told me I was very cute. I replied, cute is for puppies. I'm handsome. She replied, I have to agree with you. She asked me how did I like her class. I responded, it was amazing. She was one of the best teachers I had, and I wanted to learn more from her. Nothing else happened in class that day. But once I got home, I was sent an address saying, come meet me here. I want to teach you some things. At first, I was like, what the fuck? And responded, man, stop playing on my phone. So she called. It was Miss D. She told me if I really wanted to make this happen, I needed to meet her ASAP. So I showered and made sure I was fresh. By the way, man, big ups on the manscaping idea. Shit is clutch. But anyway, I get there smelling good and looking good. And when she opened the door, my jaws dropped. I should have named her Miss Double D. That jacket hid a lot. She pulled me in and instantly pulled down my jeans. She caressed my dick between her lips before trying to swallow me whole. Her appetite was something like I've never seen. She pulled my dripping dick out her mouth and slapped it on her face twice and said, follow me. We get to the room and she sits on the bed, spreads her legs and tell me to come and tells me to come eat. She made me crawl and the way her pussy was glistening, I legit would have done whatever she asked. So I obliged. That might have been the best pussy I've ever had. After I finished, she told me to grab a condom out the drawer. So I did just that. We had some of the most blissful bomb ass sex ever. She did trick after trick, and I was lost in her. After I nutted twice, she asked me to shower. I did as she asked. Once I was done, she met me at the door, kissed me, and sent me on my way. 
after that night, we got it in maybe five more times during the semester and no one suspected a thing. Anyway, brother, love what you're doing. Keep it going. So T, I want to say thank you, man. I appreciate that. This is the first story that I've gotten first. Well, not the first mail, but the first story I've gotten. So um, I appreciate it, man. And I appreciate the love and support. Um, once again, I want to thank you guys for joining the Bearded Throne podcast. I will see you guys next week.